So we're clear. I'm finna talk some shit. Hey, you call and tell me that you wanted to leave. Oh, yeah. Welcome to Stay Your Ass at Home Radio. <laughs> nah, that's my joint. I love that joint. Ah, oh, man. Shit. Rest in peace to the great Andre Harrell, man. That that Uptown's Records movement was, ooh, it was such a like. It just felt like it was it was it was such a foundation for where we are in like hip hop and R and B today. It was oh man, so dope, so appreciative for all that. You know, Uptown Records has provided for us the Diddies, the Marys, the Jodices, the I'll Be Shores, and all that. Ah, uh, what a what a great, great, great movement! It's such a loss, man. Andre Harrell, such a visionary who put that whole thing together. So dope, so grateful. Thank you, Andre, for all all you provided to this culture. You know. Um, and, and even rest in peace to Little Richard, the architect of rock and roll, baby. And Little Richard will swing on your ass if you said anything different than that. Man, oof, this week, last week was a, it was a lot. It's a lot. And, and as of recent, uh, Jerry Stiller, Arthur. Oh man, my man Arthur from King of Queens, Arthur Spooner. Damn, we lost some major ones last week. Wow, so sad. So sad. Arthur was a yo, he was so funny, so loud. His like comedy was incredible. Um, he he's awesome, man. We lost some major, major talents um, with those three right there. Andre Harrell, Little Richard, Jerry Stiller just incredible incredible talents all right but anyway guys welcome 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 to the part of my ignorance podcast episode two baby yeah we in this thing um you know i just want to thank everybody for your feedback for your listens for everything um you know it i'm super humble it, it was incredible how, how receptive everybody was. I was so nervous to put this thing together and put this thing out. Um, you know, being this like perfectionist and kind of getting in my own way of, of putting projects out. You know, you're, you're thinking that everything has to have this major platform and this major production and all that shit. And you know, sometimes you just gotta fucking just do it, just go. You know, and just go and make some shit happen and, and just throw caution into the wind and get it done. And here we are. And it seems like people like it. I'm, I'm man, that's dope. Thank you. Thank you for all the feedback. I, I truly, truly appreciate all of like the encouragement and all that stuff. Um, it really, you know, uh, makes me proud. That something that I'm creating is actually being received how I kind of seen it being received. So super dope. Thank you guys so much uh, for for that and for all the feedback. And I just saw on on this um, on this anchor app 
that you can actually send a link to kind of receive messages like voice messages from from the listeners so I'm gonna be posting that because I want to hear from you guys and get you know before I start to bring in guests and stuff like that get a little interactive in this thing and start to talk to y'all and see what's up and you know kind of have y'all be the co-host and help me move this thing along with topics and all that other stuff uh so let's do it I'm, I'm yo I'm so excited sorry if I sound like I'm about to you know pop my top but I am super super excited but last week oh single day miles last week I actually have a correction too my apologies to my Mexican community um I kind of got your uh I, I got the history behind single day mile incorrect um single day mile is not Mexican independence day uh, I had to go back and do a little bit of research and Make sure that I was on my shit with that because, you know, if I'm be talking shit, I got to know the shit I'm going to be talking. And I said that shit so confidently. Like, yeah, Mexican independence. My ass is dead ass wrong. <laughs> my apologies to my Mexican brothers and sisters out there. But just a quick little um, correction. So Cinco de Mayo is an annual celebration held on May 5th, of course. The date is observed to commemorate the Mexican army's victory over the French Empire at the Battle of Huelva on May 5th, 1862, under the leadership of General Ignacio Zaragoza. Come on now. Pronunciation? I'm in there. All right. But yeah, so that's what Cinco de Mayo is. Um, You know, that's the history behind that. So... Next year, when we're celebrating Cinco de Mayo, shout out to General Ignacio Zaragoza. You know what I mean? Have a couple shots to him. Um, but what'd y'all do? What'd y'all do on y'all Cinco de Mayo? Like, what? What's up? Tell me, tell me what's happening. Did y'all get muy borracho? That means <laughs> very drunk. Uh, y'all get drunk? What was the tequila going? The tacos and all that shit? Dope. I love it. I mean, everybody was indoors. Pretty much, but hopefully you guys went and got your to-go drinks from some of those spots that are allowing you to take your alcohol out, you know, or maybe you mixed up something in your own crib or made some nachos and some tacos and all that other stuff. I didn't do none of that. I don't know why, but whatever. I just, I I just didn't, Um, you know, and hope everybody's holding up in this quarantine situation. I, you know what? I think I'm doing this whole quarantine thing absolutely incorrectly Um, because for some strange reason, so you guys know, uh, on on Sunday, what was it, the 10th, was my my two-month mark since I've had an alcoholic beverage of any sort. No, I'm not quitting drinking. I kind of just stumbled into it. I, I wanted to take the month of March off. Who knew a pandemic was coming? And then, you know, kind of ended up just having to ride it out on a, on a sober mission. Um, and then for some strange reason, I decided to start a diet as well. So not drinking, not really eating like that. But I guess that's where my lock-in is coming in at. You know, I'm uh, locking into my fitness and my eating, making sure I'm eating right, reading, meditating and all that stuff. So I guess those are my kind of libations at the moment. So fuck it. It is what it is. I'm still be summer ready. 
if we get a summer or not. But I'll tell you this, July 4th, I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready to, to look all right in that uh, American tank top. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> um, oh, you know what else? Oh, Saturday. Saturday was so dope. Last week was a vibe. You know, outside of, you know, the, the, the sadness of losing some great icons. Um, some iconic shit happened. Have y'all been locking into this versus, you know, the Timberland Swiss Beats versus situation? Yo, thank you. Thank you, Tim. Thank you, Swiss. This shit is amazing. Neo and Jontae Austin, I thought was fucking incredible. I thought that was like, wow. But this Jill Scott, Erica Badu joint, that was something different. That shit was so dope, so vibey, so like, that shit was a hug. That was a hug for real. Man, I had my like tea, I had my candles. No lights was on. I was so vibed out. That, that shit was amazing. I, yo, I loved every second of that. And I ha- I couldn't, I haven't been able to stop playing Jill Scott's um, Cross My Mind. I had, I've been playing that so much. I didn't even know that song exists before Saturday. That song is fucking incredible. And then I think this week they got, um, Nelly and Ludacris going at it. Yo, talking about some hits. We about to hear some hits. Luda and Nelly. Yo, those dudes went on some crazy, crazy ass runs. I, I can't wait to hear that music. Um, you know, that's 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 gonna be incredible. I'm with that. I gotta throw on like some extra baggy clothes, put a bandana on with a with a sweatband and thug that one out. That's going to be dope. And of course, Mother's Day was last week, y'all. Mother's Mother's Day was dope. For me, Mother's Day was really dope. Um, I kind of had a, an enlightening moment um, when, I, when I really understood kind of just like how to do Mother's Day, you know. And, and of course, gifts and all that stuff that we buy for our mothers and our grandmothers, they're, they're amazing, you know, but I, I was kind of just thinking, I was just like, yo, you know what the, what a really good gift is just by observing my mother and my grandmother. A really good gift to give a mother is to allow a mother to be a mother, if that makes sense to y'all. You know, I, um, <clears throat> I just realized like mothers need to be needed. It's in their nature. You know, to take care of their 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 kin or their their children, their families or whatever. Um, I was just like observing my mom, who is not the easiest mom on the planet. She a doesn't allow you to buy her shit. She say your money and like okay, well I've been working so got a couple dollars. But you know, and I and I just noticed that. Her mom is the same way. My grandmother is the same way. My mother has worked forever and retired and has like her own money and all that. And if we say we're running to the store or doing something like that, my grandmother would always reach for like her card and be like, here, take this and get you something. And it's just like, no, we good. We're totally straight. 
Um, but that's just that's just a mom being a mom. Moms have to be moms, you know. And and I think it's I think it's dope because I my, I just really discovered that my mom makes some mean ass collard greens, and she made them a couple weeks ago and brought some by. I was like, damn, these are good. So you know, I requested her make some collard greens on um, on Mother's Day. It was just Sunday because she was cooking dinner for everybody. And again, you know, being motherly, and I asked if she could make those. You know, I'm the youngest of the family, so you know, my my baby requests get in there, and they just like you know, they they come in with clout. I've only been I've only been outdone by one, and that's my my cousin in California. She's the only girl. She. She pretty much runs, runs shit, pretty much since like forever. But it is what it is. But as the baby, you start to realize you're sending shit through through Tiff, and you be alright. <laughs> um. So yeah. So my mom, she made. So so I asked her to make collard greens. She fought like I ain't making that. Da 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 da. I don't want to make that. Of course she made it. Like that's like her thing. Crazy enough, I think my mother's collard greens are better than my grandmother's. Don't tell anybody I told y'all that, but yeah, she kind of got her though. Um, yeah, you know, and it, I, I just think that's really dope. Um, and in my mother's day, outside of the gifts and stuff, and flowers and all that stuff, I one of the dopest moments I had, we were just chilling in my grandmother's living room, and my grandmother's uh, 94. So, you know, every day is, is, is such a blessing. Um, so it's just me, my mother, my grandmother chilling in her living room as she's getting calls from everybody in the family. And, you know, we're just sitting there laughing, passing the phone and all that stuff. And I just thought that was incredible, you know, because that's like our, uh, that's the moment that counts. You know, those are the moments that are very important. And outside of any gift, that, that moment of time and that, that special moment is um, very important, you know. Uh, so, so you know, but to, to, to stem off of that. So, uh, long story short, my Mother's Day was incredible. Um, and because I got to spend it with my favorite girls, you know, uh, my mother and my grandmother. I got other favorite girls, too, you know, but those are the ones who are just my heart. Um, all right, moving on, moving on. If I get all mushy and shit. Um, that that kind of brings me to my spade of the day. I was reading today, uh, you know, this morning. I, as y'all know, I'm reading 50 Cent's book. And this my spade of the day stemmed from a passage in his, well, something in his book. And he was saying the value of time. And he kind of went into a story about having this big tour with him, Dre, Snoop, Eminem, and he pitched it to Eminem, and Eminem was like, nah, I'm good, I don't want to do that, and 50 was like, why, why don't you want to do that, and he's like, I don't want to do it, because, you know, I don't, I don't want to go on tour for months on end, and then come back, and my daughter's an adult, you know, he doesn't, he didn't want to lose that time, and that kind of, it, it's a very valid point, Especially in this time we're in, I think the coolest thing right now, and, and just to kind of add a perspective to this whole 
being quarantined thing. We have something so valuable right now, just an abundance of it, and that's time, you know? And I think we need to utilize this thing correct and work on ourselves mentally, physically, spiritually, emotionally, anything, um, and, and really make sure that we're utilizing something that's so precious in the right way. Um, you know, I, uh, I guess a, a metaphor to this whole situation would be if you got a beautiful luxury car outside, you're not going to put bullshit gas in it, you know, or if you're, you know, you got this, you're, you're met gala down on and you're dipped to death, you're not just going to do that to go get, you're not going to throw that on to go get ice cream. Some of y'all might, <laughs> don't get me wrong. Some of y'all might met gala the shit out of the ice cream shop motherfucking cold stone or some shit like that but you know i say that to say since we have this abundance of time let's use it correctly you know because it's one of the most valued commodities that we have and we just got to make sure that we use it right um so yeah you know i think that's i think that's amazing but with this podcast i want to i want to talk about everything and I think there's really some dope, sh- some dope things that came out last week in regards to the um, the campaign, uh, not the campaign, but the election. So we got to pay attention to that. And I told you guys, I love politics. I'm not going to beat you in the head about politics and all that other stuff, but I'm going to throw in some quick little joints so that we can just stay abreast on, on everything going on because I want, I want my people I want y'all my people to be in the know of what's happening. So with that said, let's pop into some politics. So this year we have a very important election coming up. You know, um, right now the political climate is completely insane as always, you know, politics could be so fucking grimy all the time. But I think we really should pay attention to what's going on. You know, right now, whether you're Democrat, Republican, Independent, whatever you are, you know that things are pretty fucked up in the White House. You know, um, just some real unprecedented shit is happening, especially with Agent Orange you know, it, having the DOJ drop charges against Michael Flynn, who actually pled guilty to the charges, which is kind of insane. You know, it really doesn't make sense. And that's really some dictator shit. So this election coming up is very important because Agent Orange is definitely trying to push to this dictatorship role. And we got to get his ass out of office. So, you know, the people have spoken and we've chose Joe Biden to be our guy, to be our, you know, the Democratic nominee to take us to where we need to go, I guess. Joe's my guy. Uncle Joe's my dude. I I, I fuck with Joe Biden. I've been fucking with Joe Biden since the Obama years. You know, uh, right now, yeah, I'd say getting a little old, not really sure where he's at with things, but you know, we could ride with him. He made some bad choices in the past. So we just have to kind of hold his feet to the fire, 
make sure that he's held accountable to certain things. And recently, he has released his Lift Every Voice plan for, you know, the black and brown communities. So I think that's a very solid move. Thanks to Axios.com, there's a few key points for the plan that I just want to touch on really quick so you guys could just stay abreast to what's going on within this election because we cannot drop the ball on this. If we allow this motherfucker in office right now to get four more years, yo, (laughs) shit is going to (laughs) get, shit is going to get wild. And I, I don't know if I'm built for that. You know what I'm saying? I don't know if I'm built to withstand whatever this, this psycho is about to do if he gets elected again. All gloves will be off and he will be a complete tyrant. I'm good on that. So I know we the, this Democratic Party is broken up into the Bernie bros, the people who is rocking with Lizzie Warren, you know, Mayor Pete, everybody. I dig it. But the people have spoken, so we got to stand behind our God and make sure we can get this job done. All right. So briefly, here are a couple cool key things for from this Lift Every Voice plan that Joe Biden has released um, as of last week that I think are really cool. Uh, so the plan highlights Biden's proposal for a $900 million eight-year grant program to fight gun violence in cities across the U.S., That's a very key, important thing because, you know, Chicago, even in uh, my hometown, Springfield, Massachusetts, gun violence is 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 running rampant. You know what I mean? And it's not like that shit isn't cool. And it seems like younger and younger kids are getting their hands on these guns. And we really need to kind of crack down on that to make sure we can kind of put a dent in, in, in killing our own community and figuring that shit out. So I'm really happy that this is one of his focuses in this plan. Um, and, it, and it's solid that he's, you know, thinking about this. And I think this has a lot to do with the people that are around him pushing him forward to be like, hey, you need to pay attention to these issues. Um, another cool thing that I think is really dope You know, uh, let's see what it says here. I think this is pretty cool. Uh, The plan also would ensure political appointees, including the president's cabinets, look like the country they serve and ensure that our federal workforce is representative of the demographics of our country. That's solid, too. So this is so this point here is interesting because I feel like this is how. Biden is really going to secure this election. What he needs to do right now, in my opinion, is roll out his cabinet. If he starts to, you know, to announce who's going to be in his cabinet. And I feel this opens opportunity for the Kamala Harris, the Val Demings, the Susan Rice, the Stacey Abrams, the... Andrew Yang, Bernie Sanders, Elizabeth Warren, Pete Buttigieg, Michael Bloomberg situation, I I think would be pretty solid, you know, because everyone in the Democratic Party, when they were running, everyone had some pretty good ideas. So if Biden takes the stance of incorporating these, not only just diverse in color or, or sex, 
but diverse in ideas as well, I think we could really change this country for the better and really get things done as it needs to be done. He hasn't selected his VP yet. I have an idea of who I want his VP to be. I think it would be really a very, very solid choice. But, you know, that, that, that list of names that I just read off, I think he has to figure a way to incorporate those people within his cabinet because they're all strong. They're all, you know, they all have strong voices. They're smart. And I think they'll be able to get things done. Uh, and, th- and that's, you know, totally important. Um, you know, moving on to another bullet point here. The plan calls for more funding for the Small Business Administration to allow the agency to better support African-American-owned small businesses. That's solid. It also calls for more federal contracting opportunities for African-American-owned businesses. This is big. You own a business? Shit, I know I'm throwing my hand into the ring. I need a couple bucks, bro. Let me, let me, get, let me get my shit off. Let me get my shit off. Help me out. You know, so we can really get this shit rocking. Um, but this is kind of like encouraging that entrepreneurship within these black and brown communities. And it's needed. And it's putting our hat in the ring when it comes to, you know, like these defense contracts and all this other stuff within the federal government. And it's needed because one thing that's usually missing within those contracts are people of color. Come on, man. Like, that's just duh. You know, that's that that's a given. But if we keep the guy in office, you know what's going to happen. You see the people that surround him there. Period. Uh, what else you got? All right. This is another. Um, this is a cool point, too. Biden plans to invest one billion per year in juvenile justice reform. He also proposes tripling Title I funding, creating a new tax credit of up to $15,000 for families buying their first home and making public colleges and universities tuition free for students with family incomes below $125,000. That is the tuition free college and universities that, you know, Elizabeth Warren was talking about, uh, Bernie Sanders was talking about. So this would be a key element to incorporate those two names and, you know, kind of like manifest those ideas that they had about having tuition free colleges and universities. I think that's super important. Um, And also this this last point is very, very important, um, especially with you know, uh, what, what has went on last week with Ahmaud Aubrey uh, down in Georgia. It says, if elected, Biden would instruct his Justice Department, as well as civil rights offices and other federal agencies to crack down on hate crimes, says one of his senior campaign officials. That's very important because even though Georgia doesn't have the hate crime law, Biden needs to get involved in this. It's a must he gets involved in this because it was totally a hate crime. It was barbaric. It was, it's just insane what happened to this young man who was just out for a fucking job. And pardon me, but there needs to be an example made of these two fucking barbarians that shot this man down in cold blood. The whole thing is just off even from the taping of the incident 
to them waiting outside of their car as Ahmad would would approach them, waiting outside the fucking car with guns. Enough is enough. And I think it's time for people to get involved. And if you're going to be the next president of this country, as Diddy said, the black vote is, is you you know it's not going to be free. This is where this is this is your bill. This is where you're going to have to pay the bill because you're going to have to get involved in this shit and and really hold people accountable. Georgia, the state of Georgia, needs to be held accountable to make sure some shit like this gets handled correctly and doesn't happen again. All right, quick dive in politics. Let's move on. As we begin to wrap this episode up, uh, so what, some of the feedback that I received, uh, actually one of the first people I talked to is my homeboy, Jose. What up, Jose? Um, super good dude. And, you know, I respect his opinion. And I was just like, yo, what do you think? He's like, I love it. You know, you have a good radio voice. <laughs> Stupid. Um, but then he was, he was kind of made a very valid point and was like, well, you know, tell people why they should give a fuck about this podcast. Not sure why Jose came at me so crazy like that, but I understood um, what he was saying when he was like, why should people give a fuck? You know, this is my first one. My first podcast I'm doing, but, you know, the the origins of the Part of My Ignorance podcast uh, pretty much stemmed from just, you know, bar talk. I was at a bar um, with a couple friends, um, and I think think we were talking about Caitlyn Jenner, of course. Dun, 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 dun. And it's like one of those things to where you don't really... No, I mean like pronouns and all that shit. Granted, I'm you know I'm a I'm a gay male or whatever, but I'm not really I'm I'm not the best advocate for the gay community. I don't know all of that that you know what pronouns and stuff like that. Now don't get me wrong. I do know certain you know pronouns, but it's like in the case of a Caitlyn Jenner, right? The, the transitional. If you know some, I've, I've, I've known Bruce Jenner for years on end and all that other stuff. So him transitioning into Caitlyn, which is amazing, you know, live in your truth and who you are and, you know, be who you are. You, people fuck up pronouns, you know, so... I was having some conversation and I called Caitlin Bruce and I guess I offended someone and it didn't come from a place for me to be offensive. I was just like, what the fuck? I've known Bruce longer than I've known Caitlin. I, I slipped up. Um, so we're at the bar having these conversations and uh, a straight uh, a heterosexual female was just like, like, yeah, you know, you got to get people's pronouns correct because um, the, the the trans community doesn't like when people mess up their pronouns. That totally makes sense. But I also feel like pronouns just aren't in the, the trans community. And, and yeah, you get people's pronouns right. 
You know, um, if someone identifies as a female, you call that person a female. If someone identifies as a male, you call that person a male, period. Like, that's just how shit is. Um, But we tiptoe around those conversations because we don't want to be offensive. So I was just like, yo, fuck that. I don't know how to ask this question, so I'm going to ask this question. And I do have trans friends. So my conversation with them is like, yo, how does that... How does that work? Mid, you know, like mid-transition, of course. I'm not saying like full transition. It is, you know, you're now who you are, you know. But if I known you as a male and you transition to a female, like that lag time, you know, to where it's just like getting used to um, calling some, you know, calling your friend, you know, something different. It, it, pardon me, as, as Jay-Z would say, it's on the fly, so I'm gonna fuck up a lot. And that's, that's kind of how I see it. And I was asking, like, how do you feel about that? And they're just like, yeah, you know, I get it. And it, it's just interesting to me that someone in that community is just like, yeah, I, I get it. People are gonna fuck up. But then you have, like, the other activists who, who aren't, who are, who support the community, but not in the community, like, you don't do shit like that, it's like, come on, you know, I, I think we forget pe- we're, we're human, and we fuck up sometimes, um, but then also with that, something I noticed uh, a while back, I was watching something, and uh, it was, it was a, g- a gay guy, and it was on TV or something, and another gay guy kept calling him, like, girl, bitch, this, that, and he's like, I don't, like that like that's not who I am and then they're like oh well stop being so sensitive Damn, isn't that fucking up somebody's pronouns too why doesn't he get the same respect so you know I, I, I'm oh yeah I was going back to the premise of this of this podcast but those are the conversations I want to have because at the tail end of all of like that shit that we go through there's understanding at the tail end if we could just say fuck it i'm probably gonna be wrong or offensive but someone is going to allow me to learn how to correct myself we should allow that that's okay to allow you know it's a it's okay to to allow somebody to fuck up if if they're receptive to being corrected now, if someone continues to fuck up, all right, now you're just being a dickhead. Let me, let me, let me get you together. So that's where the premise of this whole thing comes from is understanding the bottom line. And I really want everybody to get involved. Like, let me know what you guys think. Like I said, I'm going to post that message uh, link for you guys to hit me up and talk to me directly because I really want to get into some topics, but I want, I'm, I'm talking to y'all. So I want to know what y'all think. I think we might have to dive into like relationship shit next, right? I don't know. Let me know how you guys feel about that. But thank you guys so much for tuning in. This has been the Part of My Ignorance Podcast. Part two. No, not part two. Thank you for tuning in. Part of My Ignorance Podcast, episode two. I am Torian, your host. I can't wait to talk to you guys. And I'll see y'all in a minute. Have an amazing week. Peace.